You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. 21 cars in that pothole yesterday on I-5 near Richards Boulevard. I feel like, hey, I just brought a phrase from every sports talk radio show in America. I feel, I feel like... like... I feel like Sacramento, even though I-5 goes from Southern California all the way up to Canada... I feel like we're the only city that ever has problems with I-5, and it happens a lot. Well, this pothole thing, this is the second time it's happened in a couple of months. Wasn't yeah, there a couple of big, weeks. Yeah, and 21 cars were damaged. And that, So is the state liable for that? Or I would think so. I don't know. The crews are out there. They, they took care of the pothole, so you shouldn't have anything to worry about from that part of but the freeway. Got, I mean, there are all sorts of delays. This was starting today all through Labor Day weekend right in that area. Oh, perfect timing. I didn't timing. even think about that. Yeah. Oh, God. Happy yeah. Labor Day weekend, Yay. everybody. Uh, let's change the subject to something a little more important, shall we? A little show called Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, God. And one of the guys on there, his name is Kevin. He's a fireman. And here he is talking about this woman and how he's not sure about the relationship. Just want you to listen to his voice. I just don't think you actually understand how I almost didn't come here right up until the day before because I was worried that what had happened will happen again. I think the worst thing, just hear cry. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so you hear that and you go, does that remind you of anybody you may have heard before? Hmm. I just don't think you actually understand how... I almost didn't come here right up until the day before. Can you bring me my chapstick? <laughs> because I was worried that what had happened. Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. <laughs> the worst thing, just hear cry. Worst day of my life? What do you think? Oh, my God, that is dead on, <laughs> isn't he? Oh, oh, does he look like Napoleon? No, he looks like a fireman. He looks he's oh. pretty... Uh, Oh, he makes me want to clear my throat, though, and have some water. And just like... <laughs> he does talk like this a little bit, and but he's a pretty nice guy. It's so back in his throat, I can't. It was but probably I'm sure from... he's attractive, and yeah. Uh, I could show him to you, and then you'll be the judge. Okay. It's probably he's a firefighter. It's That's from cool. fighting all those fires. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you actually understand how I almost didn't come here right up until the day before. Can you bring me my chapstick? <laughs> it's totally duped. Absolutely duped sitting there reading this heartbroken, heartbreaking story the other night. Even shared it on our Facebook page, and apparently a lot of you, God bless you, shared it in good faith. 152 shares, and the whole thing is a sham. It's a lie. Yeah, this is the little boy up in my hometown, Olympia, Washington, the six-year-old who claimed that he was beaten up by bullies. And, and his injuries are very real. He, he does have bruises and lacerations on his face. He's got a broken arm. But detectives up there are now saying there were no bullies. He made the story up. Uh, he got the, the, the injuries from a fall. And it's still, I think, a little unclear whether or not the mom was in on this. Um, I've read two stories that said yes. And, and I've read a couple that they haven't confirmed it yet, so, I mean, I don't want to jump to any more conclusions, but at the same time... i just put it this way. The six-year-olds six can, if they think they're getting in trouble, maybe make stuff up, but not like this. This seems like maybe he had some help. I could yeah. see him making... Yeah, I could That's see That's a pretty good point. Definitely I, covering his tracks. Maybe he was someplace he wasn't supposed to be. Anyway, right now... I also now, have a lot of questions about his injuries and if the mom is involved. Like, how else was she maybe involved? I mean, it's just... Those are pretty hardcore injuries. Think about it. But when you talked about being duped, I mean, th there was that GoFundMe page that was set up. There was over $45,000 raised, including 10 bucks from me. And <laughs> you're probably not the only one yeah. hearing this. So let's work backwards, okay? There is a way to get your money back from GoFundMe. Uh-huh. 
You log in, you select me, and it'll show your campaigns, and then you can go to manage. Under manage, it'll show you how to delete your... You just oh, follow okay. this. It's pretty basic. I wonder if in a case like this, though, because that sounds like it's more for, like, you think about it later, I didn't mean to donate that. Uh, I wonder if in this case, if, if GoFundMe is proactive and contacts the people who donated to uh, what is, you know, a, 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 an account that mm-hmm. basically... If enough people flag it, or if they I can, don't know. What I mean? If they can delete the whole thing. You know the, yeah. heck, yeah. the heck of this is? The whole GoFundMe was started up by one of her best friends, yeah. one of the mom's best friends, who must feel, like, terrible right I just, now. At the core of it, I feel bad for this little kid. Yeah. If, if the mom didn't know and she was duped by him, then this is a little guy who was scared and told a whopper that got away from him. Mm-hmm. Now, if if he's got a mom who, who thought that it would be a good idea to make this story up so they could get money through a GoFundMe page or whatever, then he's living in really bad circumstances. Right. And CPS needs to get involved, and that home life needs to be... Evaluated yes, for away. sure. Either way, though, man, I feel sorry for that little kid because he's still he's in real pain. He's got real injuries, and he's still got to recover from that. He's six years. Every six year old makes stories up. That's what they do. I don't know if I ever made a story up like that though. But I know. like that exactly something that. that but that's what yeah. I'm saying. It got away. It from Seems him. like somebody had maybe a hand in helping him come up with all the details to sustain the details yeah. and to carry well, that out was just story. it as soon as the investigators got involved they kind of broke him down and he admitted that it was a fall and that there were no bullies that's how they found out yeah he, they, it's, uh, i just i feel so bad for him i feel i keep my 10 bucks kid i don't care Go really? Get, go get yourself some candy when you feel better. Anybody else who wants their money back, uh, let us know. We'll tell you how you can do that. It's a three-step process. So you want to go swimming with dolphins, do you? Okay. Swimmers at a seaside village in France are not being allowed in the water because of Zafar the dolphin. Zafar is a young male dolphin, and apparently there are no female dolphins nearby, and Zafar is in the mood for love. Apparently, he's ready to have a go with anything nearby, including swimmers and kayakers. Biologists say the uh, <clears throat> behavior is fairly normal for a young dolphin. Really? A young male dolphin. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a point that was apparently backed up by a text you got from a friend. Well, okay, so, okay, we stop. That's... <laughs> Got it. Flipper. I hardly knew her. <laughs> series of texts from somebody I know who has, she has, she and her husband had five boys, uh-huh. uh, all military with the exception of one, although he's headed there. And one of them just got out of the Navy. He was a Navy SEAL. Oh, wow. And she says, uh, I lost it. heard the story about the dolphins and her son, who was a Navy SEAL, said they used to get assaulted by dolphins and seals all the time when they were doing their big swims in the ocean. The whole team would get attacked. Oh, my God. No. So I said, that's hysterical. And she comes back with, yeah, uh, like her son would say, there's nothing like getting felt up by a dolphin <laughs> during your swim. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm laughing. And she comes back and says, just told them about your, your story this morning. They said, nobody would believe us, but those dolphins are um, terrible, sounds like. They are amorous. Oh, he used a yeah. more graphic term. You know, I'm never going to look at that. You know how dolphins have that kind of cute little smile? Yeah. That, that smile ain't cute anymore. No, it's all like you sinister know, and creepy. It's like creepy. Hey, how you doing, baby? <laughs> you know, oh. for years, I've been trying to get Dimitri into this program that they have down in San Diego. Where it, it's If you have a, a son or daughter with special needs, you can take them out and you go out with them. And then one of the instructors takes them and they swim with dolphins. Mm-hmm. 
I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you ever had to sell stuff for your kid? Either they're in a sport or activity and you're selling chocolate bars or whatever it is. Or maybe you have coworkers that hit you up because, hey, here's some wrapping paper and cookies and stuff that my kid needs for his fundraiser at school. Yep. The kid's supposed to sell it and you're doing all the selling for them. Yes, and you end up with a garage full of wrapping paper or whatever. <laughs> this is why I love this letter. This is an opt-out letter available at a high school in Chicago where you can pay. And I, it's, I don't think it's the first school to ever do this, but I love the concept. Instead of doing all that, you just pay. You write a check and say, I'm done. I'm not selling anything. So it's, it's, it's an opt-out kind of a thing? It's an opt-out letter where you write the check, and here's what it says. You check the box, you write the check, and the box says, here's 50 bucks. Forget my name and face, and don't ask me to do anything. <laughs> New Country 105.1. Hey, Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. That was Luke Combs. Cody. And just 21 hours ago, some poor guy named David wrote a very real Craigslist ad in the Cincinnati pages looking for a female companion to go to a Luke Combs show, which is funny because Jason Aldean is a headliner, but he wasn't worried about Jason. He was focused on finding a lady to accompany, accompany him because none of his friends could go. He actually wrote a pros and cons list. Pros, free country concert. I'll pay for your ride there and back. It's a concert, so you don't have to talk to me that much. Potential for long-lasting friendship and concert buddies. If nothing else, you have a good story. Cons, lawn seats, we're complete strangers. It's weird, I know. As I mentioned before, mildly above, mildly attractive. Sorry, looking at best. <laughs> at least he's honest. Yeah, exactly. Hey, does, we don't know if he's gotten any response yet or not. No, we do not. But will you uh, please follow up on I this. I will try my best. KNCIFM.com. My hometown, Cincinnati. Women are lining up for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a nerd for this stuff. If you're in a songwriter's and or the story behind the song, this would be great to attend. The Nashville Songwriters Association is holding its annual Songwriters Awards show on September 19th in Nashville. Not only does it include awards, it features a number of different writers, both known and unknown to country music fans, who will perform their music and talk about where the song came from on the list. Blake Shelton, Thomas Rhett, Brothers Osborne, Chris Jansen, Kip Moore, Darius Rucker. Plus, in addition to normal awards like Best Song, Songwriter of the Year, and that sort of thing, they have fun categories, including one called The Song I Wish I Would Have Written, like for 2018, and all the songwriters vote on it. Uh, more information on this at NashvilleSongwritersAssociation.com. I love Marin Morris. Some guy tweeted out, Marin Morris is an overrated, talentless hack that has one mediocre song. What? Marin Morris came back with... Yeah, but which mediocre song? Question mark, <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> we may be the only uh, only team in the league, the Sacramento Kings, that actually need, as a basketball team, a bat boy. Yep, because bats with rabies have been found in downtown Sacramento, okay? I repeat, bats with rabies have been found downtown. Where? Which is where I live. The infected bats were found by the Golden One Center, okay? I, I, is it one bat or is it more than one bat? Oh, it's more than one bat. It's a lot. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The Sacramento County Department of Health Services tested them and announced the news yesterday. They found them last Friday, actually, and they've been testing all week long. And, yeah, they're flying around downtown. So, of course, they're warning you, don't touch the bats, which I wouldn't have anyway. Also, make sure your pets are properly vaccinated. Do they say anything That's, about, like, what to look for? Like, are, are rabies, rabbit, bats? Rabbit, rabbit, well, I know that, but, like, do rabbit bats, like, 
like go for your face or, or are they not laying that I'm around aware on the of, ground? Not that this article or, says. I don't know. Just, just stay away from bats in general. Bats stay away from it. You see like a cloud of bats and one stops. Excuse me, Tom. Just wanted you to know I have rabies. That's what you should be looking for. Oh my gosh. And you did, Pat, say off there. I mean, I think you made a, a pretty good point. And they, it's kind of a. It, you're, if you're a bat, you're supposed to get rabies at some point. Yeah, right? If you're a bat and you don't have rabies, you're really not living right. Yeah. You're just, <laughs> come on, right? You got to step it up a little. No, that's really seriously though. That's. Ugh. I mean, it's frightening. And you live. You're our Midtown girl. Yes, and I used to go to the gym right across the street, and you know, I sometimes know I walk and bike around there. I'm not a bat. Couldn't tell you, but I don't know why it is. It seems like when bats dive bomb people, they go for blondes. Stop. Is this I'm not kidding. You're making this. Look look it up. And they'll go for your hair. Uh, You know what? I'm going to Google this right now. You go ahead. Just just wear a hat, and then you don't have to worry about anything Pat says. All right, perfect. Except for the one that's going to stop and say, excuse me, Tom, why don't you know a good rabies? So are they getting rid of it? Is there an eradication process underway? I was hoping to write that. I was looking at the article, and I'm like, and it says nothing about that yet. That's a really interesting point about pest control. You hear about all these pest companies that can get rid of cockroaches and everything else. How do you get rid of bats? Uh, that's a great question. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Ask the Giants. They, they can't score any runs. <laughs> Their bats are useless. Yeah. It's tough to go to a beach in Europe these days. You've got that uh, beach <laughs> off of France. It's got the uh, the horny dolphin. The- <laughs> right? That dolphin. Be a great name for an uh, alternative rock band. <laughs> <laughs> and in England, uh, the beachfront town of Sussex is having problems with a, uh, a vulgar paraglider. Apparently, this guy has a paraglide, you know, thing, and he flies low over the beach, and he shouts obscenities to people on the beach. <laughs> That's actually fantastic. I can't even be mad. It's the best story I've heard in a <laughs> Next to the horny dolphin, of course. And, and to hear it described by the people who are there, because, of course, they're British, they, they talk to this one British guy, and he's, he, he's so properly British. He is evil, said Richard Porter. His language is foul and obscene. We've felt foul of him on more than one occasion. My wife will no longer go to Sussex because of him. <laughs> Sussex? Sussex. I like you say that. So, yeah, this guy flies over. He'll, he'll fly over the beach, and he'll yell at people, and there's a parking lot nearby, and he'll fly over the cars, and he'll hurl obscenities. Wait a minute. The- so weird. My boyfriend was at the beach the other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Cody. Parents, this should excite you. For the first time in 63 years, you'll be able to buy an alcoholic beverage at Disneyland when the Star Wars Galaxy Edge expansion opens next summer. Uh, there's going to be a tavern called Oga's Cantina. They'll serve beer, wine, and outer space cocktails. California Venture served alcohol for some time, but besides the private Club 33, this is the first time since its opening that Disneyland has offered alcohol. Yeah, the- Walt didn't want it. Yeah. At all. Well, times are changing, and they simply say it's yep. because their guest desires are changing. It seems these days the default action of anybody who gets butthurt over anything that doesn't align with their political beliefs is to call for a boycott. The latest, the California Democratic Party is calling for a boycott of uh, In-N-Out because the burger chain made a $25,000 donation to the California Republican Party. Huh? Never mind it's not illegal for a business to make a contribution to a political party. Never mind that last year alone, In-N-Out donated over $80,000 to a political action committee that supports moderate Democrats. I tweeted about this yesterday. I said I think boycotting anything or anybody just because their beliefs aren't perfectly in line with yours is kind of stupid and petty. And I love the reply I got from this guy named Jeff who agreed and said he plans to, quote, honor both sides by getting a double-double on his way to an NFL game. 
Here's the thing. In and out donated to both sides. Yeah. It's just that this is coming out now. And if you want to read about the In and Out boycott and what you should do about it, or you know what I'm I'm going. In and out today, baby. <laughs> or about Disneyland and uh, Star Wars and the fact that you'll be able to get a drink at the cantina. Both of those are on our website at KNCIFM.com. And then there's this one. And Guy in Scotland, who is a, a farmer, and his girlfriend is an agricultural lab worker. She raises cows and does some other things. He wanted to propose. So instead of dropping on one knee, he painted on the side of the cow, Will you marry me? and prayed the cow buyer. <laughs> it worked. It worked. She said yes. She said yes, except the cow's now going, now that it's hey. over, hey. Yeah, what? Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.